0: hello and welcome to the overly animated podcast where we take animation seriously we provide fan oriented and analytic discussions on a variety of animated shows movies and anime currently featuring steven universe miraculous ladybug and others i'm dylan heisen and today i'm joined by delaney steelball hello justin cummings hey guys and michelle ander
1: hello
0: Today, Delaney, Justin, Michelle, and I will be having the second of our Steven Universe roundtables. Our topic this week will be Peridot and mostly her redemption arc recently on the show. Um, it's, we've This is our, our second roundtable. We're going to be doing these every Friday night. Look for these to come out late Fridays and uh, weekly if not more, hopefully, if the show comes back, Steven Universe Podcast here at the Overly Animated Podcast. You can check us out at OverlyAnimated.com. Um, spoilers for all of SU, but we're not going to, and this is <laughs> this is as much for you guys as it is for the audience, we're not going to talk about the leaks, so no leaks. Uh, I with- haven't
1: seen them as far as I'm concerned. They don't exist.
0: That's pretty so impressive that you have not. Yeah. Been spoiled, but yeah,
1: especially well, a lot of it's because I've been avoiding Tumblr like the plague. So
0: there's many reasons for that, but yeah, that's that's a good idea. I mm-hmm. okay. recommended YouTube, spoiled
2: it.
1: Ah, uh, I'm
0: so mad. Oh yeah, that's not. That seems like a problem. YouTube should have like a spoiler thing. For, for at the least in the title,
1: yeah. Literally, I get <laughs> on YouTube thumbnail. and it's like, do you want Carmilla? <laughs> Or Steven Universe, yeah, and then it's like, well, Hora and it's like gang
0: <laughs> describes you, but yeah, the thumbnail seems like a problem. Anyway, okay, let's get into let's get into Peridot. So I want to go around the horn here. Um We're gonna most of this is gonna be about her redemption arc, but I kind of want to ask you guys, what's your personal opinion on Peridot? Like, let's 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 say, like, what did you think when she came onto the show for the season one finale? Uh What did you think of her earlier in season two, and like, what do you think of her now recently? Uh, that she's had this this major arc, has that changed, et cetera, et cetera. What are your favorite aspects of Peridot? Any any of those. Feel free to, uh, to address any of those uh, <laughs> topics. Uh, let's start with Delaney.
1: Well, I, like, binge-watched Steven Universe, got caught up, and then we started covering Steven Universe. So I had been, like, I knew on Tumblr, like, Peridot was this weird green Dorito, and everyone loved her, and I was like, okay, whatever. And then I started actually watching, and I got to Peridot. <laughs> I i've loved Paradot since the beginning and this is probably shaped because of tumblr but she's just ridiculous and i thought she was great and she's funny and this redemption arc just makes me like love her more but i always liked Paradot, like the worst villain ever like that's just so, like she's so great and lame i adore her like if i was a crystal gem i would be or a gem at all i would be Paradot. i would be the dorky lame Germ that is okay. Dorito. I would be a lame green Dorito. That's who I would be.
0: Are you, or are you Pearl, saying that you're? A, sure. Are you saying that you're a Peridot hipster? You'd like to hear from the start.
1: I can't say hipster because Tumblr, but like, <laughs> they, Tumblr ruined it. First, when when so. what episode
0: were you caught up around? I don't even remember.
1: I don't even. Uh,
0: I think it was probably past our initial hipster. Well, I've
1: had t- I've seen two Stephen bombs though, so I, it was like before I think. Like I saw Stephen Bomb three and four. Like live, okay. so I think it was some time before that. Uh, we're watching regularly, I think we watch. were we? I don't know. There's no telling.
2: Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll
0: see. Uh, Justin, what? Are, what about
2: you? So I started watching the show from the beginning. So I saw the episode um, Warp Toward the night it aired, and I was so excited because something was coming back to the galaxy warp. And I'm sitting here like lapis, lapis, and then it was a small green thing
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. and i'm
2: just sitting here like what who is this why is this and the way they built her up at first the gems had no clue who she was which looking back is really interesting because it means that species didn't exist on homeworld yet when they left interesting i had never thought of
0: that (laughs)
1: like they know what (laughs) what is this
2: (laughs) yeah so they're like did they make so looking back that episode even better i just rewatched it but at first i just I was slightly confused, wondering why they were doing this now. But throughout season one, where they kind of just mentioned it, building up towards Return to Jailbreak, I thought she was an okay villain. And then they just turned her even more absurd. And then I didn't really like her, I guess, until, I guess, until Catch and Release, because everyone was like, "Oh, they're probably going to make Paradox good," and I didn't want that until they actually did it.
0: Yeah. Uh, Michelle.
3: Um, well, like Justin, I, um, I've um i been following Peridot since she first came in Warped Tour. And I think kind of, you know, seeing a new gem, especially like back then in season one, it was such a big deal, you know, because Steven Universe is such a slow burn kind of show. Like we're always wanting to hear more and learn more and grow the universe more. And we get it in like such small little tidbits that like getting a new gem at that point was so exciting and we really didn't the impression of like peridot i actually i i think i liked her most um when we didn't know as much about her because she was just this very like kind of menacing kind of off-putting like very like do her job kind of get out of there like looking after herself kind of personality and i really liked that about her um and as the show kind of went along I I don't think I really developed a strong opinion of her until, say, Jailbreak, because then you, you start seeing her dynamic with other homeworld gems. And it kind of puts in perspective, like, yeah, she was really kind of terrifying to the Crystal Gems when they knew nothing about her in the context of the work she was doing on Earth. But, like, next to Jasper, like, she's such a lackey, you know? And that I think made her a lot more sympathetic for me. And by the time we got to like catch and release, it's clearly like, okay, well, she's like completely stripped of all the power and authority she had. She's really at the mercy of the Christie Gems. And I really, I really liked the way she was developing with Steven. That felt pretty natural. And I think that's one of the things that helped make her redemption arc seem more believable when it actually happened. Even though I, like I said before, I was really surprised it went so quickly with that because I, I assumed that was gonna be like a season two finale kind of thing and they were really gonna like drag that out for the whole season two and they didn't and i appreciate that because it was definitely not what i was expecting
0: yeah yeah we're definitely definitely gonna get into like was this redemption arc too fast and i feel uh, i'm worried that all of our opinions here were colored by kind of my my saying of this on the podcast and that it's like this this is not gonna be this fast right but i feel like everyone <laughs> also, everyone also <laughs> thought that um yeah. So we've we've kind of had like I liked Paridot all along, we've had like I didn't think much about Paradot and then I liked her, and I'm gonna be the third opinion, which is that like I like kinda actively disliked Paradot in the beginning. Um so I didn't really I, I didn't care that much in Return in Jailbreak. Like she was kinda just there. Um I thought it was interesting, like the concept of her, but once and I remember, the, but once we got to the beginning of season two, and I remember this being kind of longer than it was, turns out it's only two episodes. Um, just like the Paradot is evil and we're going to chase Peridot all over the world kind of thing we were in for a little bit. And it was maybe more conceptual than manifested in each episode. Um, but I was just pretty tired of her at that point. I didn't think she was super interesting. Um, but that again, only two episodes and it changed very fast. We got into the peridot redemption arc the barn arc type episodes and suddenly Paradot is easily one of the best characters on the show she's responsible for some of the best plots on the show and like not only it's it's like not only is she responsible for some of the best content but she's kind of represent the most representative of the show's larger themes i feel like they've been the show has been most successful in it's uh it's kind of like real world to the home world allegory when uh doing that through Peridot's behavior uh in some of the recent episodes and just even though she's kind of dominated recent episodes like to an extent where we've definitely gotten less development from from other characters it's it's like not to the detriment of the show at all it's like to the show's benefit because I feel like we've had a lot of our best content recently and I think it's in large part due to due to her character um yeah and I I i I, it's i i think it's been i guess aspects of her character um it's like the kind of representation for the like uh intolerance in our world that we've kind of seen from peridot has been like the primary thing that i i've liked about her i liked how um how kind of like earnestly the show writes this character someone who's like not good and then just like can be can be like a good person it's I, I feel like a lot of shows don't do this where it's just like the show's not really judging peridot at all kind of um and and that's that's kind of that really stands out i think a lot of a, a lot of fans maybe more on the crystal gem side of the things than the steven side right and it's it's like no i mean obviously there's peridot fans but like um but it's like no this this character can have like these awful views and just can change and i think uh guiding through all of that has been shelby rabaro who's been absolutely incredible voicing Peridot. yes to the extent where like I, I don't think any other voice actor on the show has stood out as much as her to an ex- like everyone's great but like um she takes this character to another level to the extent where i think Paradot's kind of like the, st- the standout character on the show right now kind of supplanting pearl in that role i don't know if you guys agree with that statement
1: No, I would agree. It's just, I mean, I think a lot of it has to do with, um, I mean, specifically with the voice acting. Like, the way Peridot reacts to things is stellar. Like, she Mm -hmm. seems ridiculous. I mean, Justin, you called her absurd. Like, you know, she got to a point where she's kind of absurd. And a lot, like, Peridot's ridiculous. But I think a lot of it has to do with, like, just in context of Steven Universe and, like, in comparison to the other characters, like, Garnet is, like... kind of she's not subdued but garnet doesn't talk a lot and when she does it's kind of like everyone be quiet garnet is speaking but peridot like reacts like i don't know like more kind of like a person quote unquote like in the way like and she like breaks octaves and like their her voice cracks and it's just like she just no. seems really like real
0: didn't you hear that? <laughs>
1: oh, yes. <laughs> I was like, wait, who did that? It almost sent, me, almost sent me into a coughing fit. I was so shocked by it.
0: Okay, I'm going to, like, see how many times I play this throughout the course of the podcast. This is, like, the evolution. <laughs> this is the first step in the evolution of me having a soundboard. But, yeah, that, that paradigm line in Log Date is, that that line read by Shelby is, like, the greatest thing I've ever seen. Like, I, I, I thought it was great, and then just thinking about it more, it's also just, like, the best. Just the <laughs> completely, like like peppy yet obviously dejected no is just like the best thing ever <laughs> okay
2: that whole episode she's just incredible
0: yeah let's let's get to that that's the last of the specific episodes we're going to talk about here let's go episode by episode through the major peridot episodes on the show um so what do you guys think of starting at return in jailbreak do you really think that there's any sort of significant paradox before before these two
2: I think the only thing worth mentioning is the fact that she's the first time we see a villain as opposed to like a monster of the week and so i think that's kind of yeah true that's kind of important but she doesn't really show up until return in jailbreak yeah like in any way that matters that is yeah
0: so so let's talk about these two episodes and what we see from peridot here she's kind of most she's mostly in the background for those two but what it's what? like
1: early for these two. She's not, she's just
0: there. She's kind of just there. But what but what was like your impression at the time of her, and also like what do you what do you like think of how she was presented now? Or whoever wants to feel that about uh, these two episodes, H-
3: how she's presented in the two like, episodes. Yeah, what's what's now.
0: Like no, just like what does um For each of the episodes, I'm gonna be like, what does Paradox do? Like how how is this character like? In what like tone is land like like light is like this character presented? And um, how, so we're gonna like track out this changes as we go.
3: Well, she's basically just like because um, when they when they destroy her communication underground at the kindergarten, she like she's like, well, I'm gonna report this, and we get like a very clear idea for just kind of like. Telling, like, on the gyms to, like, her, her superiors. Kind of like telling mom, like, when you do something bad. And, like, the first thing she says when the ship lands is, like, there they are. Those are the ones who keep destroying my things, you know? So it's kind of just, like, all right, like, I, I brought my backup to, like, deal with you, you know? But she... And she She's gets...
1: kind of oh, intimidating at mm-hmm. that point. Like, we have this giant green hand coming out of the sky. Right. Like, this looks ridiculous, but like and the gyms are kind of worried so i think this is like you know we kind of had like okay whatever peridot like you helicopter away from things you're like so not intimidating but then she comes with jasper and like this giant ship and it's like oh would peridot's like kind of important maybe and like kind of scary like she might do something I think Peridot's most interesting like, because she's with Jasper, too, though. Because
3: Jasper's such a such an aggressive, strong kind of force. And again, like, a new gem we'd never seen who's clearly, like, super strong.
1: I think they did a lot there. Like, they did a lot here in this. Because we kind of had, like, okay, whatever, Paradox, Like, you're just this green Dorito who flies around. Mm-hmm. And, like, you're, like, the tech guy. But, like, in this episode and, like, like for this, you know, for the return and jailbreak, we have, like... We ha- this is really like Paradot the villain. This is like the real threat Paradot poses to the gems, and like I think they did this. They did a lot of this shaping, like the ship and having Jasper there to really like actually make Paradot intimidating. Like I think a lot of it has. It's a lot of like propping for Paradot to look more intimidating for us to like kind of be like, oh, she's actually kind of like a villain for a little bit. Because like she, I mean, th- obviously until this point she was the villain. You know, kind of like you know mm-hmm. it, the closest we had. Out. Yeah, I mean, you have to keep going after her, and, like, she's doing stuff, and we don't really know what she's doing, but it's bad. But then Steven's like, let's maybe stop breaking things. But they do a lot of propping here for Peridot, and I think it comes off very well. You know, this is kind of, like, OGs. Like, this is intimidating. Like, this is actually, like, serious. Like, this is how we're building the tone up for, like, the finale and, like, to this point where, you know, the big reveal happens. And so I think they do, like, this is... This is probably the darkest paradox we get, like the scariest paradox we have.
0: Uh, yeah, I think she's definitely, I think she's definitely like somewhat right. scary here. I, I, my, I think a lot of impressions I saw of her from the finale were like um, the kind of the view of her as like the bureaucrat and the engineer, like the engineering bureaucrat, right? Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's most clear from the, this finale. And I think that she's like intimidating, but maybe I don't know. I think I maybe disagree most here, I think maybe to uh, two episodes in the beginning of of season two, although we'll get we'll get specific takes on that in a second. But yeah, I think most people didn't have too much of an impression with of her after this. They, like, shipped her with Lapis for no apparent reason, and <laughs> they continue to do that. <laughs> and, uh, we'll, which we'll get more to in a ship, future shipping one of these. But, yeah, and, uh, I don't know, she wasn't super, super standout yet, right? I feel like people um, maybe more talked about Jasper and Lapis and stuff. Um,
1: well, she's just there. Like, Peridot doesn't yeah. really do a lot here. Yeah. Besides Fire the like- ship
2: she gets tied up by amethyst yeah
1: yeah yeah like she's just Paradox, just like in the corner screaming the whole yeah. time not really doing anything
0: yeah all right let's let's it's just move. that
1: one moment of like the ship
0: yeah yeah and a lot of a lot of her menacing likeness is, is connected to the home world in general and not necessarily yeah. specifically her
1: mm-hmm. yeah it's not really it's not specific it's just what Paradox like means line. right now all right let's mm-hmm. move like to, what she stands for yeah
0: let's move to the beginning of season two and i'm gonna throw it to justin here um what do you, let's give an over, we, you can talk about these together separately if you want, Cry for Help and Friendship. Kind of the same question, like how's Parabot presented in here? What's she like mainly doing? Um, is it different than the Paradot we saw in Return and Showbreak?
2: Well, really in Cry for Help, all we see is her trying to send out that signal, build up the um, communication communication tower again. And this is really, I think, what what's interesting with Paradot, they use this moment, to make her the object for Pearl during um, uh, Sardonic's arc, where Pearl's all about, we got to get Peridot, we got to get Peridot, even though all Paradot actually did was send out that signal. And so I think Peridot is used more as a goal than an actual character okay, during so, this
0: yeah, arc. So not much on there. So how about friendship?
2: Friendship is where I think that's where we first kind of get a look. First off, it's foreshadowing the fact that... Um, She's smaller than she actually is with the whole boot coming off. But also, I think that's where they show that she is beatable, and that builds up. So I think mostly, friendship is her last stand. Because the next time we see her, she's beat pretty easily. Well, really well, it's kind the of showing like, how like...
1: crazy Paradox well, is. Well, I will yeah. say, like in,
3: even though we don't see her in Joyride, Joyride kind of left a weird impression because I mean, like it was kind of this thing of like like you know it's landed she could be close by we don't know where she yeah. is but like her ships there and this huge like craters there and like what is she up to in her absence i think kind of was more menacing than when we actually saw her in a lot of ways future even, like later yeah, on even that's, though
0: she's not that's like the majority
1: on... of peridot
0: well almost like, every peridot really isn't
1: like very well. Very much like the beginnings of Peridot, Peridot's not really around they're just talking about Peridot a lot and dealing with like things Peridot's done but Paradot's like not on screen Like this is like we really the most of Peridot we have is really her redemption arc like Peridot isn't on screen a ton of the time like we just Peridot's really an idea until really her arc because well until until she gets captured like Peridot's just kind of like this figure that we see glimpses of but we don't really like we don't really have a good idea of who like of Peridot. Like she's just, and the gyms are always just talking about her, but she's not on screen a lot because that's what, Dylan. You made that comment. You're like, is it really just these two? And it's like, really it is. Cause yes. Peridot really isn't on screen yeah, yeah, a okay. lot. Yeah, in the, in,
0: in the beginning of season two, she, we have a lot of a string of episodes where she's kind of just like a, a shadow or whatever. In yeah. In that we're like, like we had a lot presence. of trying to find episodes. Yeah. So, and it was, she was more of a menacing presence on the show. Okay. Um, so, so we have these two, and uh, it, I don't know. Like, it's it's it's. She's not actually on screen that much, but by this point, I'm like, okay, we're. This is a lot of paradigm. And I think this actually extends in the catch yep. and release too, because uh, I think probably the first half of that is similar to uh, to cry for all friendship, although I haven't seen the episodes since it aired. And um, and I don't know. Like, I feel like there's a sharp divide between. A lot of people have made the comments that. Uh, like kind of when these beginning redemption arc episodes are airing, that the Peridot we see here is like pretty different than the ones from closer to return and jailbreak and towards the beginning of season two. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What do we think about that? Do we think think that there's like, do we think there's like a natural progression for her?
1: Well, I think it's hard to say that because we're seeing more of Peridot. Like here in friendship, we kind of see Peridot unhinged. Like this is like Peridot desperate to and like she's she thinks she was one but then she hasn't at all and then like later you know she gets captured and is beaten pretty easily like justin said but we have this like we don't see the thing is like and this is what the show does so well is that we really do not see peridot like at all for like a very long time like she's just this idea and the gems are just always like so many steps behind peridot and peridot's just this idea and then we're getting to this point where we're actually seeing peridot and i think that's why people are like Oh, she's so different, but it's like we didn't really know paradox, she was just this idea and we had like poured all this into an idea of paradox, but now we're actually seeing her. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I agree with that. I think because, like, you know, the less we know about Peridot, the more we can assume she's dangerous and assume, like, she's out to get yeah. the wor- the earth, you know, and that she has all these bad intentions. And the more you actually see, the more you're like, okay, she's kind of incompetent. She's kind of a techie, sort of just doing her job. She, you know, she gets frustrated when things don't go her way. She you might be a relatively young gem. Like, the more we get those kind of small insights, the more you're kind of like, okay, well, obviously she's not, like, this huge threat.
2: And I mean, keep in mind what happens to her in Catch and release. She's yeah. beaten, bubbled, depowered, and believes she's going to be harvested. So she's basically stripped of all dignity. <laughs> yeah, well she's
1: don't... lost all of her um armaments too. Like exactly. they threw them away.
0: Right. Yeah. yeah. Why don't you talk about these two episodes, Justin? Catch and release and when it rains. What what do we see from Peridot here? Um she's like a large part of these in the bathroom, right? So <laughs>
2: Steven Universe has subverted bathroom humor better than anything, because for all its bathroom jokes, it's it's brilliant. But, um, no, but we see her completely inept at this point, because she is now having to adjust to earth, earth life, and she literally knows nothing. She thinks everything is a weapon, from a toothbrush to a toilet, and so we see her almost like a baby or a puppy or something like that, where they had to kind of build her up as non-threatening now if they're going to redeem her. And so I think that's why we needed catch and release and then when it rains to see how little she actually knew outside of her armor.
0: What do you think of the Peridot that we see in these two episodes? I, I, I feel like it's a little different. It's it's We explore we explore different aspects of her once we get into Back to the Barn and further, but here, yeah. here we're specifically like uh, seeing and how she's approaching Earth and stuff like that. What was your impression of her from these?
2: I really liked it. I thought it was well done. I thought it was unique, and I thought it also gave some really interesting character moments because we never really get to see Stephen teaching. Here we did, and I thought that was a very cool dynamic and one I would like to see more of.
3: I honestly wasn't a big fan of it the first time I saw it because, I don't know, because I think it, in a lot of ways it was kind of a shock to see her so different from what we had come to like interpret her as. From the rest of the past episodes, but like as it goes on, it makes a lot more sense. And like once um the last Steven bomb came around, I think it really fleshed out her character a lot more, where it was like super believable that she was going to be like this helpless, confused, like yeah, like kind of puppy dog figure. But um initially, I wasn't crazy about it.
1: Yeah, well, I think it gives a lot to her character because like she's like you know she's helpless and her weapons are gone, she thinks she could die at any moment, and she's so sassy, like, she's sassy, <laughs> down a bit. <laughs> like, she's so snarky, and it's cre- like, we have, like, it's, re- these are really moments that you really define characters, or these, like, weak, vulnerable moments, and we just get Paradox just asking questions and just all up in Steven's face, and it's so funny, like, their dynamic is so great, which is part of what makes, like, Paradox so believable, is because of her dynamic with Steven, and like, this is such a like this episode just the single episode is such a beautiful uh just like characterization of peridot and it's just really great beginning to this arc because that's how you really build a character and like really show like really you know you peel back the layers and at like this most vulnerable moment like this is peridot and she's like afraid of a toothbrush and it's like really and you're still being this sassy like jeez. <laughs> yeah
0: that's that's interesting like I, the, yeah i'm i'm kind of with michelle in these two episodes this uh, these these aspects of pair weren't as uh, as like innately interesting to me is the stuff we get to after this but it's definitely interesting to see um like it, just how she, it, how she's reacting to things and throughout all of this or it just is, is it is it like a personality is she like innately like kind of bold and uh like out kind of outspoken to a certain extent i don't know this is this is different much different than the quiet subdued paradox we get from return and jailbreak i would say do you agree
3: yeah i think honestly that has a lot to do with like how she sees her positioning in terms of the crystal gems versus like jasper like thinks she's, she's higher yeah, than them she, so she can talk to them however she wants um yeah, but and with they, they like directly get
0: into this yeah yeah so yeah, it's we as we later learn it's like an, like an authority like chain type thing. Um, so I think that makes sense. Yeah, I think those episodes play play, play back better uh, in retrospect probably. Okay, let's get into back to the barn and too far. Um, I, 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 I feel like we're our grouping my like mental groupings of these episodes are influenced by the dumb white like, cartoon workers them. Like, no, <laughs> like there's no there's no inherent yeah. like, tie between these two that's different from the Steven bomb like these could have been part of the Steven bomb that we got like three months later anyway uh, these are two of my favorite episodes of the show I think these are still four and five on my list um, and just what's to me like clearly what we get uh, uh, from these episodes that we didn't see before that's fascinating as I mentioned is the uh, kind of how Peridot Peridot has preconceptions about how things should work on Earth based on how things work on Homeworld. She interacts with all the gems in these two, and she uh, just, like, makes judgments about them, like, you should behave this way, and uh, it's it's some of the best storytelling the show has done, I think, these two episodes, and I doubt it's going to top it, just... um, to what we learn about her, what we learn about the home world, and even our main cast. From specifically, I like the Amethyst and Two Fars interactions were pretty fascinating too. Um, of uh, of what we uh, from Peridot's like preconceived notions with the direct parallels to our societies. I don't know. This to me is like kind of like the highlight of of storytelling from Steven Universe f- so so far. I don't know. That's a pretty high statement, but I just I, I do think the world of these two these two episodes here. Um, what 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 else that I didn't mention did you take away from from Back to the Barn and Too Far?
1: Well, I don't think it's so much storytelling as the parallel and how this is an actual realistic representation of how we should approach like differences in opinion and yes. and how you should deal with correcting prejudice. And because these two episodes, Peridot literally just goes around and offends every single character <laughs> in turn. And, and then the way she gets corrected is so fabulous. And Peridot really learns and that's the thing. They don't like and it's in such a learning episode and it's such and it also it does a lot for Paradot's character that she is able to learn and then also like how she responds. Because I mean, especially in Too Far, like Peridot's like, I don't get it. Like I thought I was being funny. I'm hilarious, right? Like Amethyst said I was funny. And then it's like, No, Paradot, you're terrible And Like that whole like like starting to understand Paradox, and of course the end of the episode where, you know, after she after she apologized, you know, played her tape, and Steven's like, how, like, how do you feel? And he's she's like, I feel big, and it's like, oh my god, (laughs) Paradox, you grew right in front of my eyes. Like, look at you, like you're developing like a heart, and it's just such like it's just such powerful characterization, and it has a lot, and it's just so real. Which I think that's just something we don't see a lot. So it's not necessarily like, like it's not storytelling in that like it's done like artfully. It's just like real.
0: I mean, I would I would categorize everything you said as storytelling. Like, I think I use that word very generally, but yeah, no, I agree. That's that. that's you said. the
1: thing because you use that, yeah. <laughs>
0: that is that is that is what I meant. boyden. Uh, yep. many components of what I meant. Um, yeah. So these are these are great here and. Um, i don't know i was looking through the bomb and i'm like okay i guess we can do not much not like a significant peridot presence until it could have been great and message received kind of like the the climax of the this peridot arc and just uh, we've talked about it at length and how it's kind of fascinating how they portrayed peridots like turning yet not turning and message received um given given the time it's been since it's now been three months since these two episodes Oh God, do, you, <laughs> um, what do any pain. any like anyone can take this any new thoughts on uh, how it was portrayed in these two episodes
2: i just went back a few weeks ago uh, my friend was getting caught up so i had the pleasure of binging the entire uh redemption arc with her on that and so when we watched it again and we saw um it could have been great message received it was kind of shocking how quickly Peridot, like kept switching back and forth on like, what she wanted to do. She was like, I want to contact Yellow Diamond. I'm going to betray y'all. I'm not going to betray y'all. She was very... I don't think she had a plan, and I think that's, a, that's what's beautiful about it. She was so desperate to talk to Yellow Diamond, she didn't really have a plan.
1: I, right. thought more, I, yeah. I thought it was more I it was more that this was <laughs> wrong. Like Paradox was gonna fix the solution the only way she knew how, and that was we're just I'm just gonna have a rational discussion with the most rational being I know, and that's Yellow yeah. Diamond. So I'm gonna message Yellow Diamond and be like, Okay, here are the facts, right? Obviously we should leave Earth alone, it's pretty awesome. But that's not what happens, and that just completely breaks Peridot's idea of Yellow Diamond and like how the world is supposed to operate. And so I thought it was more, like, the reason they thought Peridot was going to betray them is because they didn't understand how Peridot thought. Because even though, yes, now they're like, yeah, Peridot's a crystal gem. Like, she's with us. Peridot doesn't think the way they do. Like, Peridot is still very much her mechanical, like, you know, whatever the Peridots are for. Like, Peridot like, mindset. Very logical. And, um, yeah, logical. And she, this is her solution. She's like, we're just going to talk it out, and it'll get fixed. And that's when she, she meets that moment of... This isn't what it's about. This isn't what it is for Yellow Diamond. Yellow Diamond's like, uh, no, we're just going to destroy the earth because I'm tired of it. And so that's the moment where Peridot's like, oh, okay, world destroyed. I'm with the Crystal Gems, I guess. I'm this lost puppy, very confused, but at least I did something, I guess. And like, I, and think, I, thought we're, I think
0: we're expecting this kind of, uh, A or B from Peridot, right? And it's, yeah. and I think yeah. that's, yeah, and it's, it's, it's definitely not. It's like, she tries to have both and, um, yep. it, and we've given that we've analyzed it a lot of what Delaney was saying that it makes it, it makes sense from a certain perspective Paradox perspective but also it definitely comes across like it, it, it's like it's a then it's b then it's a then it's b and it just it turns out that she's trying to integrate two perspectives into into one because that
1: makes and it, like it said, the you know? show is from Steven's perspective and Steven thought she was just going to betray them like he locked her in a car <laughs> and was like bye
2: the and child safety lock
0: uh, and, 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 and yeah and it's it's uh it was pretty it was fascinating i think I, we need to like we could have a whole one of these just again on on how it was presented in like these, the five in m-
1: the last five minutes of that episode we
0: could just no we really could I, I still don't think i have actually
1: i'm
0: yeah i mean interestingly i just i don't know i feel like what's what happens in message receive is kind of so deep and um such depth of characterization that like when they uh i forgot who did it but one of the members of the crew posted the one of the writers posted like the outline that um they wrote for this episode they let the writers like make an outline and then they give it to much like uh, i make an outline for the podcast yes very similar and uh, then they give <laughs> oh it to, yeah
1: very so similar i work just as hard on wow. this yeah and then oh, they
0: give it to no, uh just as hard. to kind of um, to the storyboarders for the episode, and then they, like, write specific dialogue. Sometimes they have quotes in that line, sometimes they make it up from there. And it's kind of fascinating how the episode changed looking at those two, because it's kind of different. And it's also just, like, so few words given the depth of what happened. I'm just... It's it's a little... It, it. Uh, the process this process for the show is not what I'm used to like in analyzing with Cora was it's just like a straight script the show' is much different yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. uh, I'm still wrapping my head around achieving uh, achieving this level of depth and the legitimacy of the process um, and I'm not sure I have resolved this these thoughts well
1: it was so shocking also like when this episode aired everyone was like holy crap because it was like even if you thought this was going to happen no one thought this was how it was going to happen so like this Mm -hmm. just completely like shattered everyone because it was like this what expectations where did they go and i think that's a lot of it It is just it was such a shocking moment and 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 I think I'm mean, we're going to – I'm I'm assuming we'll discuss this in a moment about how we feel about if this went too quickly with Peridot or not. And given your views on that and how this happened, it was just completely like you you could wrap your mind around it, but then you couldn't. But it was just so, like, brilliant that you just kind of had to, like, bow down to it for a minute.
0: And I think that there's – I, I want to – yeah, the reason I want to get into it more depth at some point is, like, I think there's a tendency to this was just very deep, therefore it is good. Yeah. And I don't yeah. think that's necessarily true, right? So I like well, not,
1: not, the, the two don't necessarily like they don't imply, it, imply right? the other. yeah.
0: So I, yeah, so I, I want to get into it more. I, I just, I, I like feel why? like this is one of the more complex uh, plots we've ever covered on uh, either of the podcasts, right? So I just, I feel like it sort of needs more time to, to get into it more. And then we end up in Log Date, where we kind of have uh, a changed paradigm almost. We explore, we explore aspects of her character that we didn't see. Um, she's kind of fully integrated uh into earth to the extent where she has like emotions and like just a <laughs> yeah. the, the wide spectrum of emotions which we like clearly didn't see before and i don't know just it's it's just like take the extremely logical decision making bear we see like one episode before and it's like nothing it's like everything she does in love date like is logical from her perspective but it's still like just it's so so not logic driven her behavior here so it's kind of this is it, it's just well, this is a where we have the issue from her what what's what do you mean the issue?
1: What's the, the issue with the issue with how cartoon Network airs Steven universe well, okay is so we this get, this episode was supposed to be
0: here. well, yeah, this this couldn't have been it might have been a week after, but this was the next episode. so mm-hmm. right? yeah
1: that, that, that but was, the thing right? is like I think like there's there's just no there was no breathing room here
0: right. I think it would I, I think, think that would have played differently simple. given a week, but like yeah. uh, obviously, we love Loggate and Paradox. yes, like yes, does in it? Do we think do anyone think that there's kind of a disconnect between how she is there and how she was before? And then we can use this to transition into the next topic of like, does she go from too fast from the point she is in return uh, to the point she is in log date? Uh, is, is there any sort of disconnect with log date or uh, or feel free to start fielding this too fast question? Yeah. Um, let's let's okay let's go around the horn on this like this is a topic i proposed many times on the podcast like uh and it's it was influenced by the av club reviews the episodes as well when we're both like okay this is uh, this is not gonna happen right away as like this is gonna zuko took a while like we're not she's at first of all first i said this is not gonna be a zuko she's not turning And (laughs) and i know i think that that is true because i think that um I think that uh message received validates that, right? Like she didn't turn obviously. So it, she like, she turns, but like, it's not, it's too complex. Like it, it was unrealistic to expect her to just be like, okay, I'm a crystal gem now, right? Like it's not how it happened at all. So, but yet uh, it also just happens in like, in like less than 10 episodes. So uh, looking back, what are your, what are your thoughts on whether it happened too fast? Um, you could also say like it was done well, but it also happened fast. Uh, let's start with Dwayne.
1: I do not think at all that this was done too quickly. I have said the entire time this has been going on that the way they have handled Paradox and everything that Paradox has done has been so realistic, and it's very difficult. Like, and even if you, even if we were to break it down into an actual literal time frame for Steven Universe, it isn't too fast. Like everything just feels so natural, and it happens in such a real clever way also like it just it just feels right like like Peridot's arc is just for me one of the most brilliantly and like just so it's just so well done and I can't it was not too fast for me and I don't think and I can't even imagine like why like aside from like the episodes are like 10 minutes long and sometimes we get thrown like five at once and then we're like oh god what happened I just still don't... It's not too fast. Like, it just, it's just done so well.
2: Uh, Justin? Yeah, I think if you thought it was done too fast, I think that's almost why they gave us a log date, was to show us how long Peridot was actually with the Crystal Gems, how much he integrated outside of what we saw. And so I feel like they mm-hmm. almost predicted... The people would say it was too fast, and so they wanted to show that in the timeline it made sense. It's just we only saw Steven's perspective on it. So I honestly really like the way they did it.
0: That's a great point. That episode is is kind of being like, uh, <laughs> no, it was. There's all this happening at the same time, right? That, that's that's basically the entire yeah. concept by that episode. Like it's uh,
1: the settle in episode.
0: Uh, Michelle.
3: Yeah, I I agree with Justin. I think like the I like that log date aired when it did, and I think it because you know with if log date had aired before, there would have been a lot less questioning from an audience perspective if Paridot would have like turned the crystal gems in or not. Because we see how much she grows, and like she she finally gets her one with garnet. You know, like it's a resolve. Like she's had her bit with all the other gems, and she she's she understanding. Yeah, she she's like yeah, she had her took my trip.
2: line,
3: <laughs> 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 and um. You know, and one thing, if we're going to talk about it being too fast, I think one thing I agree with Delaney about is, like, Paradot, you get such a good understanding of how, how Peridot views, like, issues and problems from a logical lens. And, like, especially in um, Too Far, when they go to the moon and she has that, like, terrible, like, word vomit about Rose Quartz just, like, making a muck of... Um, her plan to keep the Earth safe since, like, now it's going to get completely destroyed anything. Like, anyway, and, like, the Crystal Gems are just so angry because that's, like, everything they've been devoting themselves to for thousands of years. And she just, like, doesn't understand why she messed up because she's like, well, that's the truth. Like, why are you mad? Like, it could have been so much better, you know? It could have been useful to the the world that created you and that you were made for like this could have been this wonderful thing and so you get this really good idea of like how her mind works and so when she finally goes to Yellow Diamond to be like no 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 like because it's not like out of like like Stephen doesn't teach her how to like love you know like something like really corny like that which I think like internally that was one of my big fears like if it was going to happen too fast it was going to be for some really like Really mushy reason that didn't make sense given her character and it's not she goes to yellow diamond and She's like look this planet has like organisms that can be useful to you like this planet has all these resources You can take advantage of and the fact that yellow diamond isn't even interested in that. It's what finally makes her realize like okay, well if you are willing to listen to reason then I guess like we're not bros anymore, you know which is like totally what she's been doing the whole time, so in that sense it is really, really gratifying to see her stick to her internal character no matter what, no matter who she's agreeing with. Because she, she becomes kind of like a constant there. It's not like she's totally transforming in any way. Which I think is a lot more realistic and a lot more gratifying to see, you know?
1: And That's why she connects to Steven, because she feels like Steven's the only person who gets her. yeah. She's like, Stephen is cool. Like, he, he, like, he, like, I can talk to Stephen. Because, like, that's the big problem in the beginning is she doesn't want to talk to the Crystal Gems. Because they're, like, mm-hmm. down her throat the entire time. But Stephen yeah, they're listens.
3: so hostile. She doesn't, she can't. And she's so defensive. But even when she's being defensive, she's still willing to, like, say really, like, call Garnet a war machine. Or, like, tell Pearl she can't work with her. Like, despite everything and how like they could totally like you know bubble her again at any moment like she sticks to her notions while she's changing her perspective based on like the information she's being given by the crystal gems
0: so basically i think that this question <laughs> back to this question is that uh it, it, i think it's to be determined i i i think that it's i think that it is too fast and i think i will be vindicated in the future episodes um and i think it's like i think it's too fast and it's brilliant like i think it can be both but i think the problem here is that um It's it's just like oh, Peridot's arc's over, and now she's just going to be there. And we could have spread this out the rest of the season and had the brilliant themes that we're doing in these ten episodes. And I I don't know, I just I can't imagine the rest of the season being as good as this. And I think it's kind of a direct result of them concentrating the arc into such a short time frame. Um, But we also well,
1: I don't like. I I agree when you said to be determined because like mm -hmm, hello, where's the rest of the season? But I don't (laughs) like. It's not going to be. Like oh, paradox just a crystal gem now. Like I think. We're I mean, still that's, a, the- that's
0: a that's pr- a it's a prediction. It's not like a statement, right? Like I don't know. You know, that's just that's I, I don't. I feel like she's just gonna be there.
1: I don't
3: think her redir- her her arc she's she's is like dead. over. Yeah, yeah like she's not. Done. She's not like, like redeemed. Like She's just yeah, like, like she's made a switch, you know. Now she's going to be a part of the team, but like with that comes all the awkward, like weird interaction she's going to have to deal with with everybody else from now on, from this new angle of being a crystal gem. And she's still going to be herself, so we're
1: going to see a lot of continued conflict, I bet, for the rest of the season.
2: Okay, well, I mean, so you talked is- about
1: you know this isn't this isn't the Zuko arc, but I'd like to say this is like this is Zuko after. Um, Day of Black Sun. Like we we're at this point where, like, Paradot's not done. Like, we still have a long way to go with yeah. that. Yeah. Per- and per- I think
0: you're right. Paradot's arc is basically Zuko. I maybe even post Crossroads Zuko. Just uh, season three Zuko. It is po- no, it into... is. It's
1: post. It is post Crossroads. <laughs> it just she, she and, just didn't have a Crossroads. You know what else I
0: said about Zuko in season three is that is he's turned good way too fast. <laughs> I, I also said that so. I think that these but are.
1: But really- I don't. Well, Paradot isn't.
0: What's brilliant Wait, about Paradox Arc is she didn't turn good. She's just she's just now here, right? Like yeah,
1: that's, yeah, that's, yeah. It's just, it's just there's just less going to be like fist fighting the entire time they're okay, doing yeah, things. And I and I said this when we had this when we at when we covered this episode that this isn't over, but it's just going to be more of like the group can grow with Paradox, and we're going to actually get some real interaction moving forward because now they're not at each other's throats all the time.
0: Yeah. Okay. And this so is where ar- the
1: real growth can begin.
0: We're already talking about this, so we'll end on future uh, predictions for what's going to happen with Paradon now. Um, like, what's what's what is her role in the show like? Okay, so is she going to be a prominent character? Is she just going to be ha- treated like the rest of the crystal gems are now, and like occasionally be in the spotlight? How's she going to react if other gems come back into the show? How's she going to react to to threats from Homeworld? Is she going to fuse with, uh, anyone or with (laughs) specifically, right? Like, like, uh, what, I I, I don't know. I feel like we have some, what, and again, no, no spoilers. What, uh, what, what's vivid in your mind about like where we're going with Peridot? Let's go around the horn again. Delaney, any, any future Peridot predictions?
1: Uh, fusion with Steven, because I want to, I want a fusion with Steven with the Uh, Crystal gem. And I think it's going to be Peridot. Hey, don't just be like, oh, whatever, girl. Saw <laughs> I'm not like, saying, oh, I whatever. I just, I can't imagine it. I, <laughs> mm-hmm. It would be interesting. It would be interesting. And then, like, because my thing is, like, it's either that or Peridot will never fuse. Because Peridot is not comfortable with the idea Garnet. of Garnet. Garnet. She almost did no. with Garnet.
0: No, it's happening,
1: dude. <laughs> she almost did, but the, thing, but that, the that's oh, what's important what about, about the episode is that. What about
3: She's, Jade? like, opening but, her mind to it in general. Yeah, she's yeah. opening
1: her mind to it, but I really don't, it, it'll either be, like, for me, I believe that she'll either fuse with steven or she will never fuse and then bald, bald i like we we're gonna have like I, we're gonna have more paradox centric episodes but i do think it's gonna be more of like in the rotation or more of like just the mm-hmm. gyms acting as a unit for a while like more missions i think and like because we kind of got out of that for a little bit and i think we're gonna go back in and more like actual cooperation like oh, we have to stop the cluster yeah, yeah, the cluster's yeah, still, like, uh, a huge uh, yeah. problem. The world's so. yeah, still, yeah, still going to end, like, together have for the that. cluster. <laughs> Cause, uh, cause everyone was so yeah. worried about Yellow Diamond, it's like, we actually have a real problem.
0: Yeah, I, w- I just assumed it would be the, f- the mid-season finale. Nope, that was Yellow Diamond. Uh, Justin, specific predictions?
2: Uh, I think that now that Peridot is accustomed to the gems, we're going to see her interacting, I guess, in Beach City. I mean, they've kind of kept oh, her hidden. That off. would
3: be so great. That'd like, so I, great. I
2: want to see Peridot go to the Big Donut. Is that so much to ask? Just, Peridot, please. order food, please. I would say, I how mean, would say, do you
0: react would, to like, Peridot? Would they be, like, best friends?
2: I feel like they would be a bit, I feel like their sarcasm would almost, like, go off each other a bit for a second, but then they'd mellow out and be fine. But I feel like at first they would be... I feel
1: like they'll love each other. Oh, oh my they'll... god.
2: Oh, they'll be best friends in a heartbeat. I, I fully <laughs> predict Lars and Peridot will be friends at some point.
3: Peridot and Connie, too, I think, could work really well because they both have that yeah, kind Peridot of like intelligent talk, background. Yeah.
2: So they've they're kept us so isolated.
3: Read yeah,
1: read books. <laughs> they're just going to sit there and read. Like, Connie has to get Peridot hooked on the book. She got Steven hooked yeah.
0: on Yeah. <laughs> no, no, yeah. They're going to make, they're going sh- oh, to talk about shipping stuff. The unfamiliar
1: familiars. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, no. And
2: the, they're all gonna fight over how it should have ended.
0: Para, Paradox or yes. yeah, uh, Connie's the other Tumblr user in the group, right? So they're definitely gonna yes. bond. Yeah. What about uh, Ronaldo
2: and
1: Paradox? Oh my god. No, just like Ronaldo. Like, that, I, I don't want sh- any I don't more how...
3: episodes for as long as we can just not I think
1: Paradox is gonna ruin Ronaldo's life. Like like just <laughs> that would be <laughs> fine if the the Paradox scene, exists would just ruin Ronaldo. Like <laughs> I don't think kill- he'd be able to handle it. She'd just tell him everything she knows,
3: and he'd just be like, wait, what? Like, oh my god, like, this is all happening in our, like, solar system? Because I don't think Parada would really get that you should keep information from civilians without somebody telling her to.
1: I feel like she'd literally be, like, a throwaway line, and then Renato's life would just be over. Yeah, yeah. Literally something will have just happened, (laughs) and then peridot will walk by and say something like offhandedly and then Ronaldo's like what his life's over like, yeah that's i'm curious
0: how happen. how peridot views the i know she doesn't she views humans i know she doesn't think this way anymore but like in terms of uh, having a gem cast ranking right but that's still gonna influence her somewhat so what is she is, are humans like below that to her is she gonna like actually like treat them individually and stuff um i think that's gonna be interesting to see
3: well, she did push Greg off her roof, so. She yeah.
2: didn't. No one needs I don't know how, how much she's she supposed
1: has. to. <laughs> yeah, but that's also. <laughs> that so yeah,
0: good. that was also earlier, I guess, in the
1: week. Well, <laughs> she also I mean, thought Steve. That. Like, she also thought Steven was like. Or Steven's the dominant race now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, is she. Like, I, I feel like it's going to be Steven, and he's like, okay, Peridot, we have to go into town. And then the other Crystal Gems are like, no, don't take Peridot. <laughs> and then Steven's like, no, we're going to go. And so it's Steven and Peridot. And Steven's like, hey, Peridot, meet my friends. And then it's just like, I want that episode. Like, that's going to be, like, ridiculous.
0: Michelle, specific predictions?
1: Um. Well, yeah, definitely
3: seeing her interact with the Beach City residents. Also seeing stuff with, like, hopefully Malachite resolved. Because that's been a big plot. Question since the beginning of the first season too and we haven't gotten a ton of it since the season's gone on so like how much longer can they wait on that
0: yeah i want to um, i want to see how yeah. she talks to jasper i think that's
3: and once that sense. happens like that's going to be a whole another dynamic with peridot that's now very different which will be really interesting to see how yeah. it plays out now that she's like essentially changed sides
0: i think if, if there was a position where jasper was just like there then i think she'd just be deferential to jasper still because i don't think like she's overridden yeah. that yet. um yeah, sure. but yeah. i don't know if that situation presents right um and like how would she react i don't know how lapis is on the chain either you know so these yeah. types of things will be well
1: lapis warned them of lapis warned them about peridot and jasper so i think it'd be interesting to see <laughs> how lapis like has to deal with this new information about peridot like will she like will she trust peridot? oh yeah lapis,
0: lapis won't process uh you should like, process like, the paradox. Yeah. yeah, I don't think that makes. She's so jaded about things that mm-hmm. it, it wouldn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. I lots. Yeah, and I. I don't. And like I guess, like I said before, I. Th- I feel like. Um, it's it's possible that we ne- we're not gonna. I definitely think we're not gonna see the level that we've seen in this in these two episodes. And I, I don't know. I, I'm expecting things. some level of regression in, uh, like the the depth of themes that we've gotten recently because i do attribute them so much to specifically this character like i don't know i feel like she's i don't know what do you guys, like what do you guys think is the peridot your one of your one of your top three characters now i feel like she is for me like not even personal preference just like best characters on the show
3: yes yeah she's my second favorite she was since she
1: started being on the show though don't make yeah, me yeah i'm just like I mean, <laughs> <laughs> poor justin
0: Oh, I mean, yeah, there's too yeah, there's too many for three. Top five also. I, I feel like I can put her in the yes. top five because there's Connie. I was just thinking gems. But yeah, like Connie's Connie definitely
1: too, up there right. too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Connie is just Connie's that's one thing we need Connie. Like, where's Connie at? Yeah,
0: yeah Connie meeting. Like, I time. need that's
1: Connie doing great. things.
0: Yeah, no, we definitely need Connie. Yeah, like, like being in, in
3: battles would be really nice, and also she's been being, training yeah. for so long
1: too. Yeah, no, we, we talked.
0: I think we talked about that. Yeah, yeah, Connie's. We haven't seen the payoff really for sworn to the sword yet, so. <laughs> Um,
1: preview for next roundtable <laughs> Connie
0: very, uh, yeah maybe I don't know Like, uh, okay so that'll wrap up our paradox discussion our next one the, the next time we have Sam on we're going uh, to talk about Rose because Sam so, said need talk about Rose okay
3: yeah.
0: uh, but that is <laughs> dependent on yeah, Rose and Rose Brawl a lot of that stuff I, I, I feel like that's a great yes! topic because oh, I definitely think differently as I've stated on the podcast before about Rose and Rose Pearl than a lot of people. So, definitely good discussion there. Um, and maybe we could do Connie. I don't know. How much is there to say about Connie?
1: There could uh, be a lot. There's just we a can lot of so cool. Connie you know Connie's just the best. Yeah. I mean,
3: Connie's progression has been really interesting too because she was like just a side character. Now she's totally like essentially part of the main cast.
0: I'd love to wait for, for another episode where she's prominent because it's been a little bit, but yeah. 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 All right, so we'll be back next Friday night uh, talking about some topic to be determined. If you have topic suggestions, you can give us feedback at any of our feedback outlets at overlyanimated.com. There's uh, spam on those. It's one person, the person who sent me an ask on Tumblr about this topic, and it happened, so you too can have. <laughs> it was an on. An- 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 I don't know who You
3: can determine but- everything.
0: Yeah, and uh, that'll we'll we'll discuss some topic until the show comes back and then that'll be like a year from now so then we'll have exhausted all the topics and
1: yep <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, okay like seriously an hour come on yeah no there have been like
1: where is it
0: there have been like seven episodes of the show in the past half a year at maybe even more than that it's just absurd okay like
1: don't be gravity falls no this is i, have, I think like this is like scenario. worse
0: this is like worse than gravity falls almost this no, is
2: like Venture Brothers. No,
1: this is be, not, this between, isn't worse yeah, than Gravity Falls yet. That's hard to be worse. Falls,
0: yeah. in terms of their schedule. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Dylan Heisen, Lenny Stovall, Justin Cummings, Michelle Lander, You can check out uh, all of our social media links and bio page on overlyanimated.com. Uh, subscribe uh, at your favorite podca- pod podcatcher. Search overly animated uh and also leave us a review on itunes please do that yeah that'd be cool we um love them. We love yeah we've iTunes. gotten we have we have not that many of them at least they're all positive unlike uh from the square world but
1: <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, god, yeah, <laughs> i forgot about and
0: uh you can support us on patreon at patreon.com slash overly animated thanks to our current patrons Shayna, mitch beatrice nate indy jamie rachel and john aka Haina, fever much corner receive Beatrix exchange buzz like your mailman rachel Rose. Um, to be determined on John's nickname. You all haven't given me enough feedback yet in the Patreon group, so, uh, aka the, the only one here that applies to is Delaney. So that is that is pointed at Delaney.
1: Nicknames are hard. You always tell me no when I give suggestions, so I stop suggesting. Them.
0: Suggesting and having me shoot them down is better than no suggesting at all. That's the, is that's it really that, is those, it are, good words, those are words. Those are words for life. If you're are those, them that, or not? That's life wisdom right there. Okay, so um next same, podcast
1: same as the only one who gives nicknames this we is nothing
0: for this one next podcast is going to be i think delaney and i just getting into the french episodes of miraculous ladybug because nick refuses to stare that show much like cartoon network refuses to dare that yeah. show and yeah not a good time for for <laughs> these networks airing animated shows just not happening i guess um, there's Cart- nothing on anymore cartoon network's airing yeah, exactly. adventure time right like is that yes. happening yes they are okay yeah i need to catch up and yeah.
3: and we bear bears i believe Dylan, oh yeah, we oh yeah, bear bears. Show. Yeah,
0: it's a good bear show. We bear bears. We, we, we I knew podcasted I liked the show. on the first episode. So. And
1: I kept bugging you forever that we could keep watching. Okay. No.
0: Yeah. You, were, you uh, should give it a shot. You are free to write a We Bear Bears article and then at some point maybe I'll catch up on it, But probably not. Okay. Okay, teachers <laughs>
1: blackmail me with articles.
0: Uh huh. Uh-huh. Thanks for listening guys. We will see you next round table and on the future the podcast. Um yeah, everybody said. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye bye, bye. Yes.